welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for the book of Boba Fett. You heard me right, folks. Boba Fett is here. And my name is Dan. And I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Hello, hello. Hello, and Noma. Hello there. How we doing, boys? Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, excited one. about this series. Really liking it so far, so. Nice. Oh, sorry, Noma? <laughs> uh... It's it's a TV show. Hey, it's a TV show. I think I'm gonna have the the most. Um, I don't even say negative, but like tentative view um, this season so far, at least. Probably okay. Because yeah. I've got there's a couple things that are kind of weird to me about this this show so far. But Honestly, yeah, we'll get into that. It's it's what I expected with Dan and I being such fanboys at this point. Like, there's <laughs> there's not much that we'd be like. This is terrible. Like, give me Boba Fett. I don't give a really, fuck what it is. Mm, Just give it to me. You, you would have to like change the whole color scheme of the armor for me to actually then <laughs> get pissed off. Yeah, I can get away yeah. with murder with this, and I'd be okay. <laughs> That's right. fair. I mean, I'm interested in seeing, uh, yeah, all, what all of our views are for this one. But I've got a couple things that that I do want to talk about. Definitely. Ed, what episode are we talking about today? If it's not obvious by the title. Yes, yeah, so we are not discussing the vision short. We are discussing. <laughs> uh, we're discussing the first episode of the book of Boba Fett, uh, chapter one, "Stranger in a Strange Land." We're going to be talking about what happened in the episode, uh, how many Easter eggs we saw, and what we could determine were Easter eggs or just references to other Star Wars lore, or, or I guess we call it legacy now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legends. Legends, there we go. Yeah. And <laughs> Legacy is we... still Kane Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, God. And actually, that was pretty cool. But anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if we missed something or if there's something that we weren't clear on or there was something you saw um, that you have a different reference for, feel free to contact us. There's multiple ways to do so. No one's got a whole list. But always remember, if you are messaging us for this uh, Book of Boba Fett, use the hashtag either Voice of the Force or hashtag B-O-B-F, uh, Voice of the Force or something mm-hmm. like that. And then we'll know at least you're talking about Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, because if you use Stranger in a Strange Land, you might already hit the word count. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and speaking of Easter eggs, I'm just going to keep throwing this in there because we talked about in a recent uh, episode, uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, which is an amazing, uh, very strange game. Uh, the title of this just reminds me of of one of the other songs that comes up in that where uh stranger i remain so now i'm just thinking of mistral Ed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god aka the best boss fight in that I game i hate all those was... bosses man that, that oh. was the one thing about <laughs> revengeance where like mm. the the regular combat and running around was badass blade wolf was amazing just <laughs> everybody else and kiss my ass for that no I, I love this is not is Mistral the one who can, like, take his fucking body apart and throw it at No, him? that's Monsoon. Uh, no, Monsoon's annoying. Weird. Well, he's the turbo. No, Mistral's the only woman in the game. <laughs> oh, with the little robots? Yeah, yeah, with the little oh, arm bots. That and she makes the staff yeah, yeah, no, oh, I love her shit. fight. She's, she's the only boss that doesn't have stupid mechanics. <laughs> All the other ones are really annoying. Jetstream Sam, as much as I love him, he has the worst end mechanic. Anyways, I'm getting way off track. Metal Gear Rising. see it's awesome. <laughs> Oh, we're going to have to talk about that, too. <laughs> Tune in um, next time for our Metal Gear Solid Revengeance. Yeah, it's the, the best Star Wars game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of different ways that you can contact us if you want to talk about uh, Star Wars, Book of Boba Fett, Metal Gear Rising, whatever you, you fancy. Uh, one of the easiest ways to get a hold of us is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. There's also our email, which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Social media-wise, we're on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both is at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility. And you can follow or subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Noma. And let's get into the episode. Yeah, so as always, we're going to go over a brief summary of this episode so far, and I'll be able to do it really brief, uh, considering the contents of the episode. But as always, uh, spoiler warning up ahead, we're going to be talking now like we are assuming you have watched episode one. If you'd like to watch it on your own, definitely stop here. Go watch episode one, then come back. And uh, yeah, final spoiler warning, spoilers are ahead. So let's do the synopsis. The episode opens really nice. I really like the opening where we get uh, Jabba's palace. I guess it's not Boba's palace on Tatooine. Um, we get a bunch of interior shots that show the throne room band stage. And then we get up to kind of what, I, what we assume, I think, is Jabba's actual bedroom. Um, and then Fortuna's and now Boba's as Boba Fett's lying in a bactopod. And he has a bunch of flashbacks. We get some ones of Kamino and Topoka City. After Bad Bats, that really hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get uh, Boba cradling his his father's helmet in the arena in Geonosis. Um, and then we get a really cool, I think a lot of people were waiting for this flashback, where Boba w- wakes up in the Sarlacc pit. Um, and he's kind of freaking out and we kind of, you know, trying to trying to survive desperately. And he uh, is trying to push his way out of the Sarlacc and he finds a stormtrooper, uh, which was, I was like, when did he get there? Uh, but I guess at some point this this Sarlacc had a stormtrooper, um, not too hard to believe. And Fett literally just steals his oxygen and like jams it into his own tube so that he can breathe again. Um, and then in a slightly different path than what he did in Legends, uh, burns his way out of the Sarlacc. He like punches through its its I guess stomach insides and activates his flamethrower, and then kind of cuts to him punching his way out of the sand. Oh, uh, such which a cool scene. Awesome I don't think that's how sand works, but it's an awesome visual. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we get him kind of crawling out and his helmet's kind of like the visor's kind of cracked and shattered and he's kind of staring up at the sun trying to uh, trying to just do something and he kind of makes it a little bit and then passes out. Um, and then later that night, the most insulting thing that's ever happened to Boba Fett's legacy where the Jawas find him and strip him of his armor and then he wakes up and like, starts to like realize what's happening and gets bodied by a Jawa, yeah, just which must be like, yeah, oh. just, just gun-butted by, and it, I was just like, oh no, oh, the disrespect, no, Boba. <laughs> the immediate of that scene of like him like looking up and trying to fight them and then him like, getting his face hit, the immediacy yeah. of his head getting hit and into the sand knocked out is yeah. just like, perfect the way it's cut and i'm like it's oh my so god quick. it's it's very different from what i remember about legends where he like jetpack explode debt packs thermal detonators his way out of the sarlacc and then he's, and he's just laying in the sand like... and a twillet girl finds him like the, the yeah, answer. Yeah. yeah but it but it only takes him like what he's only in the sarlacc for like 15 minutes in that one um I think like so, it's yeah. 
almost way too short. Like, I think the barge is still on fire when he gets rescued. Um, but anyways, it's still a good one. Honestly, I, I do like this. And it, it really sets up how everything happened in Mandalorian kind of spells out. And I guess Aftermath as well kind of spells out how this whole situation came to pass. Um, so the following day, or at least by morning, um, he's found by a band of Tusken Raiders who uh, basically like look at him and they're like, ah, oh, look, prisoner, and just tie him up and, and start making him walk through the desert and then eventually dragging him through the desert. It squirted this like weird liquid out of like a worm into his mouth. I was like, what the f*** is that? It was so disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's their disgustingly organic smelling salts, I guess. Yeah, it's like, here, yeah, wake, wake up. Yeah, it's very, it's very weird. Um, but yeah, basically they tie him to a post and he's there with a Rodian. Um, and while they're kind of sitting there, there, there's a massive watching them. Um, some weird stuff happens here because Fett basically does some really cool stuff where he like lures the, the massive over, um, knocks it out, uses his tooth to break out. Um, and then he's like, he turns to the Rodian, he's like, ah, oh, come with me. And I'm like, why would you care about, but then he, by the time he's like arguing with the Rodian, a Tuscan sentry finds him, um, Fett knocks him out. And then the Rodian is, is calls for the guards. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> just, I don't. So anyways, Fat has to run away. He doesn't get too far. Um, he ends up fighting the like, clearly, clearly this is like the, the, the it's, it's almost, I, it made well, it like the like chief fight, yeah, matriarch chief fighter person. It just reminded me of, of like why I stopped watching Sword Art online. Oh, okay. it's like, yeah, she comes out in the black dress and she's like, ah, clearly, well, we don't know if it's a woman or not, but I'm. I think we all assume it very much looks like female Tuscan. Mm. Um, she's like, ah, yes, fight me. Let's see how far you can get. And just, just bodies Boba Fett so hard. He doesn't stand a chance. He just gets obliterated. Um, and uh, yeah, basically they all just stare at him like, huh, I guess he's unconscious now. Um, and then the dream kind of fades and we get Boba Fett waking up back in the palace with Fennec Shan uh, telling him that, um, you know, he, there, there are people here to see you. It's time to wake up. And Wolfett wakes up and he's like, oh, I've been having dreams again. And Fennec, it just doesn't look like Fennec cares at all. Yeah. She's no. like, yeah, 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 there's stuff going on. <laughs> we, we, have, we have real things to do. Yeah. 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 Um, Fennec and uh, Fennec's like, relationship with Boba is kind of interesting, but I we'll get it. into that yeah. later on. But um, yeah, Fennec gets his armor on. He does a cool scene of him kind of suiting up. Um, and in the reception room, I, there's a lot of questions I have with Book of Boba Fett because we get him talking to an Aqualish, and then the joke is afterwards, Fett's like, do you understand anything that he's saying? And Fennec's like, something about friendship, I guess? Yeah. And then as the uh, the Aqualish leaves, Fett's like, we really need a protocol droid. And I'm like, the torture droid is literally telling you things. Is that not a protocol droid at this right. point? Like, um. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not well versed weird. in over six million forms of communication. Well, it's also like I, I don't know the question again. Yeah. Questions I have for for afterwards because it's little things that uh, Ed you fun, muted right now. Oh, yeah. yeah, fun fact: um, that torture droid is voiced by Matt Berry, who you you might know I think from either IT Crowd or the um, the vampire one. He's he got in. the glasses. Oh no, uh, he's he's Renum you know douglas oh yes. my oh, god yeah. him. That, that's awesome that's him. yeah oh, okay I damn like, i was hearing something but he's always got this cane toast is another one he he was he was main, main cool. character of. 
but yeah i heard that and i was just like that's awesome he's finally on something like this because <laughs> they have like a bunch of weird characters but yeah you'd think they could program the torture droid to if you're torturing people or beings you would know what language they speak mm, if they say yeah. stop and you're like oh more okay yeah, yeah. Like, that would go bad for you yeah because if well especially yeah stop all talking i don't know what he's saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> So you'd figure that, but like, but anyways, the they we get a bunch of other uh, Trandoshan comes in. And he's got brought what very clearly looks like a Wookiee skin rug, um, and we get another kind of funny banter where Fett's like, "Oh, I used to work for him. That's weird." And Fennec's like, "It seems to think it's weird for him too." And I'm like, "Well, yeah." Um, so we get that, and then we get the part where like this was one of the uh, again I'll, I'll talk about it later on, but this was one of the things was like I don't understand what's happening right now, um, because the next person who comes in is the mayor's adjutant, major domo. Um, basically comes in and is like ah oh, greetings from the mayor um and they're like cool uh yeah thanks i thought the mayor would be here himself and he's like oh no he's busy with stuff um i also didn't bring a tribute and i expect you to pay me i'm like the disrespect at this point yeah uh, oh, off yeah. the charts and boba is just like oh, okay you can leave then and like fennec well, has the right idea though she's like if you would talk to jabba like this he'd have killed you yeah yeah like, why are you talking to Boba Fett like this? And it's such a weird. But well, she asks him. She's like, "Should I kill him?" And he's like, "Well, he's just yeah. the like the the second in command. So like, we'll deal with the mayor in a bit." Even, yeah, even then, but... you send him messages at that point. It's like, you want to send someone exactly. Like, to me. Right. like you're getting his head back at that yeah. point. Yeah. Like, give me. But he wants to deal with tribute. honor, not like fear, as he says later on. But, but yeah, it, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. But it's a, it, honor yeah. and respect. There's a there's levels to it, right? Like. At this point, you're just being trodden on, so your honor exactly. is nothing to them. They don't know you, and they don't respect you. Right. Yes. So you and can't even start at that point, right? Yeah. And the only, you, the you, he wasn't even the one to kill to kill Jabba. Jabba just died. Yeah. So he, he, like, killed, he, just well, he killed. He killed um, Bib Fortuna, the the, the second Daimyo. Yeah, I guess. but let's be real. Who who was really Bib? Kind of ruined it for everybody because was anybody really respecting? Oh, Bib was him? an idiot. Yeah, Bib was yeah, an yeah. idiot. Not. But uh, yeah, so basically, he, yeah, he warns the major domo that uh, consequences will be had. Yeah, um, and the major domo sure. just leaves. <laughs> yeah, right. It's it's again very weird. Uh, and then we get another scene where I didn't mind this one as much, but basically, they the last uh, duty I guess for the day is they bring in two Gamorians who serve Jabba and Fortuna, and they didn't surrender uh, even after their patron had died. And uh, the torture droid's like, so we're going to kill them, right? And Fennec's like, we're going to kill them, right? And Boba's like, no, they have honor. And they're the stupid. Like, they're yeah, the, the, stupid. Yeah, the torture droid's like, if you don't do this, no, everyone's going to think you're you're a weakling in, in the city. And Fennec just turns to the Gamorreans and is like, oh, now that they're dead, would you serve me without hesitation? And like, yes, we would. And I like that. Chandler, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, was yeah, so, sure, why not? It, it's, no, it's so To so go get two more then. Yeah, like I didn't mind as much of the major domo scene, but it was still such a weird like, and because even Shan's like, this is not a good idea, and Fett's yeah. like, yeah, it'll be fine, and I'm like, I, okay. So uh, the next part is they go to Mos Espa with their two new Gamorrean guards, which I also had a th again. I, there's a lot of think questions I have, um, but yeah, they have a little conversation, which I didn't mind. Where Fennec's like, you know, most crime lords are like carried from place to place. Oh, what do they Fett's call like, it? They call it like a. Litter. Yeah, litter. A litter. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're, the thing the Dan was motioning for uh, what I think is a palanquin. Yeah, that's um, what I was thinking. That's which, what I was thinking. Yeah, we're relevant. It, it is on. a palanquin. It is. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and Fett's like, I'm not going to do that. That's not me. And I'm like, okay, yeah, obviously, I would. It would look so weird if Fett was like reclining oh, be on so a lounge stupid. or something. So that part I didn't mind. But um, they go to a uh, 
what are they called? It's like called Sanctuary or something like that. They, it is called Sanctuary. It's, it's called a Sanctuary. But yeah, um, they go there and we get a nice cameo. Max Rebo still alive. He just moved venues, I guess. Um, so he's playing on the whatever circuit or surround surrounding him piano he has um, with a bit musician. And they're playing a kind of like more tropical melodic uh, cantina vibe. It's not the same one that um, they played in. You know, the classic Cantina in episode four, but it is another kind of Cantina jingle. It immediately struck out to me because I've heard it a billion times in the original yeah. Battlefront 2 and the hero battle because it would be playing constantly while the hero yeah, you go on to that. Is that yeah. the same theme? <laughs> Sorry, is it the same theme? No, 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 it's a different. It's a oh, okay. yeah, it's a it's a different one. It doesn't have, yeah, like I said, it's a different one, but I don't know if it was originally different background music or something like that, but I just recognized it instantly from Battlefront 2. Yeah, um, but yeah, so we we get a little scene where they like show up, and uh, again, Shanda's like super cautious, and I dig it. I mean, she's got the right idea, so like these two, I'm pretty sure they're slaves, come up and are like, Oh, oh yeah, do you 100%. want us to buff your helmets? And Shan's like, No, and both of us like, Yes, and I was like, What the fuck is happening? Well, she, 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 she does hands say over his helmet full of tech, yeah, and yeah. Shan gives over her helmet full of tech, um, and they kind of take them away, and from there, we're introduced to um, the I guess proprietor, and I guess one of someone who will probably be an ally later on. Uh, a female Twi'lek named uh, Madame Garza. Um, Garza Fwip, I think is her full name. Mm -hmm. And she basically like uh, like welcomes them and is like, ah, oh, are you here for food, bath, other? <laughs> it's yeah. just like, oh, okay. Um, and Fett's like, no, nah, some other time. I'm just here to introduce myself. Everyone knows I'm the new daimyo. And that, we're going to talk about that as well. Um, and yeah, basically like explains where I'm here replacing Bib. I'm in his position. Um, and Garza's like, oh, I didn't see your, your, uh, litter. And Fett's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that. We didn't hear it arrive. Yeah. 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 Like there wasn't a big pomp and ceremony. It was just, you just walked in with three people. Um, yeah. So she thanks him and they give back the helmets and there's just a ton of credits. Well, like coins, but you know, there's a bunch of money in, in Fett's helmet. Um, I like the quip that Fennec said. She's like, oh, yours looks a lot shinier yeah, than mine. Looks, I was like, I love yeah, that. That yeah. was so good. Yeah. That was really good. Um, and so while they're departing, um, Fett or Fett uh, tells Shan like, "Oh, that's you know, Jabba had a lot of vassals. We're gonna have to cover a lot of ground to make sure our empire is intact." And Shan's like, "Yeah, I can do this because uh, Jabba was always at his palace." And Fett's like, "No, nah, I'm doing this my way." And I was like, "Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. You know, I don't have any problems with that." Uh, what I do have problems with is the next part because uh, as they're talking, they get ambushed, and it was at that moment I was like, "Wait, did you guys both leave without taking your fucking blaster rifles with you?" And they did. Yeah. They didn't bring any weapons with them. And I, so I was like, oh, <laughs> so they get ambushed by six uh, crimson clad figures, which I thought I was like, oh, in the trailers, I was like, oh, is this uh, Crimson Dawn? And then yeah. as soon as they started doing stuff, I was like, this is not Crimson Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they show up with plasma pikes and energy shields. And like, there's a fight scene. We're going to talk about it because I was really unhappy with it. Fett's IQ drops to like 20. Um he turns and he rocket launches the shields and just gets knocked down and then just starts getting electrocuted. And Fennec tries to, like, Fennec at least tries something else. She tries to run up one of the energy shields. It doesn't work. Um, they're getting their asses kicked. Um, just, they're, getting, they're just getting the shit kicked out of them. And then the Gamorreans show up and they, they kill one of they a couple the of the guys yeah. and they start, yeah, they break the circle and that lets um, Boba Fett 
just keep getting electrocuted as Fennec actually does things. Yeah. Um, the Basically, we get to a point where the assassins are like, okay, we've lost too many, we have to run. So they start running. Boba Fett finally does something. He fucking rocket launchers one of the guys. That was sick as hell. I was like, oh, he's not getting away. <laughs> it was cool, but I was like, when did you get wrist rockets? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but that's not a big thing. Like, whatever. He's got so many weapons. I mean, also, he did use it on the plasma shields in that episode or earlier. But yeah, basically, he, he fucking obliterates one of them. Fennec chases down or goes to chase after the last two. And Boba says, I need one alive as she chases them. So we get a pretty interesting chase scene. Um, there's a part that was a hardcore little bit weird. Parkour. Fennec, yeah, hardcore parkour. There's a weird part where Fennec has to jump off one of the buildings to, like, escape. And I was like, "There's, I don't think you needed to go that far. But she does in a cool way because then the assassins think that they've lost her or she you know she had to save her own skin and they run right into her again and she just takes them apart and i was like yes this this is what i was fucking looking for master assassin versus two idiots yeah yeah um, well i mean there are assassins versus, yeah versus assassins yeah. in quotation marks and, and we get a move where like i like the mass effect 2 fan in me just loved it because i was like yes this is perfect where she's got both of them basically she's got them both beaten and she just gives them this look like i can't take both of you back so she just kicks one of them off the roof yeah, <laughs> just reminded me of in Mass Effect 2 when you kick the mercenary out of the building. <laughs> it was one of the best renegade prompts in that game, even if that guy didn't really deserve it. Uh, yeah, she, <laughs> she, just, she just fucking obliterates the one, just kicks him off the roof. He's dead and she turns the other one being like, guess you're the prisoner. Guess you're the one boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so he, uh, I was expecting him to kill himself. I thought he'd have like a one, like the cyanide uh, pill or something. Yeah, the like the lightning tooth. tooth. Yeah, yeah, that the, oh, the guy the in Mandalorian had. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I expected something like that, but no, he he just gets taken captive. Lightning um, tooth. That sounds like an attack. I know. Lightning tooth. <laughs> like well, lightning fang is uh, uh, Chidori, isn't it? I'm pretty sure that's what it translates to. Oh, maybe right? Kitty, maybe. Because Lightning remember. Blade was the one. I, thought, I, I was thinking yeah. like... I think, uh, think Chidori was like a thousand yeah. birds or something. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I was but thinking like Kiba. Like I said, the, like I said the in the last episode, I've got a real fucking terrible knowledge of my own language, so... That's all right. <laughs> yeah, there's something in there that I think is Lightning Fang. We'll get back mm, to your but, language in just a minute. Yeah, that's right. Oh, God, yeah, I've got some things to say about that. But... Um, yeah, basically, while Fennec was doing that, <laughs> this is another thing. Boba's like, get me back to the back of the tank. And I was yeah. like, Jesus, Boba, what happened to you? Um, so, because so, <laughs> for just to put it in perspective, because this was some, this was one of the things that I was letting go. Mm. Um, because I'm not sure how long it's been since episode six that he's been in there for. Yeah, we don't know. Right? There's no, there's no indication of time. And we just know that the whole area above the Sarlacc pits. Remember deserted. with with din and meeting up with um the empire and all that that's imperial remnant so second death star is gone emperor is gone everybody that's the whole of episode six and if we think of how long episode six took and then the after mm. with all of that right and so if yeah. he's just if he's just busting out of there now his armor held up pretty well oh yeah uh, and, so and i mean that'll Sorry, oh, no. sorry, but and but that is a good point. Like we we don't know yet, and I think once we establish how much time he spent with the next part of yeah, the episode, yeah. um, that'll help determine how I feel about this. But it's just like because oh, all the stuff you're saying, it's true. It's been a lot mm. of time, but then you see him just being that death machine in Mandalorian season two, right? Right. And it's Which, just it's watching him go from that to this. Yeah. And and that's why I'm confused about because like all mm -hmm. that like books, all this stuff in the palace happened after he was done with Dick. Yes. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Right. 
which leads yeah, to be like, okay so when he was fighting with that he was still tuscan guy doing all this stuff so that's after mm-hmm. leaving them so where did you get such a big injury where you're healing for or were you just trying to hold all that until you could yeah. get to a healing pot and now because of the back the treatments like you're all tender or something it now? could be is that Maybe, way because yeah. like like so it's like it's it's got to be one of the things either like you know mm-hmm. you had all this tough tough um callous and almost after dealing mm. with that and being wrapped up and spending time with the Tuscans because yeah, he's also him off dragged... with the acid. It just they just let it be. And also right with the, the sun and everything like that. Like you know, I don't know how this guy just didn't get heat stroke constantly when yeah. they didn't well, have like, him wrapped skin up. Skin ripped right? off of him when they were dragging him behind the banthas. Like oh my god. So there was all of that, and so with all mm. the back the treatment finally starting to heal that. I'm I'm assuming like you know he had his treatment, he got it, but it's just like you know you need to spend like a good week in here. Not just mm. this on-off sessions, but you don't yeah, have yeah. that luxury right now. So when you're getting your ass beaten, thing, it's just like, like the treatment's not done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch! Like, do you know what I could do to you right now? There's that rib that was repaired. God damn it, was. it's gone again. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's it's just, just like, like that. That's so. so oh, yeah, sorry. So for yeah, yeah. so for me with that rocket launch, that was just pure frustration. Where it's just like, I can shoot you, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I just because he gets he gets just disintegrated by this monster, oh yeah he, right he just gets there's just nothing straight left. bullied yeah so it's just like it's just oh, like yeah, yeah no it's like bam yeah, if right, i get straight done. bullied and then just just, just yeah and then pass that man yeah it's just oh man <laughs> yeah like i said we'll we'll talk about it after this not but yeah it's mm. just it's very strange but yeah so they they the gamorians drag him back and and pop him in the back to tank and he goes oh it's time for another flashback <laughs> and uh yeah so we we basically get a, a different story now I'll, I'll sum this one up real you quick you could also I... call it a flashback to <laughs> jesus no, Christ, get out of here that's terrible sorry <laughs> i just came into my mind i'm like yes um, <laughs> yes I thought, of, yeah. I thought of a and, shitty and, fucking pun. Yes. And I'm going to go right past it. Um, yeah, so anyways, uh, basically, Fett's woken up by this, like, Tuscan kid that, that has been, like, popping up every once in a while. And uh, he and the Rodian are led away to do this, like, weird, I don't know why they're making their, their captives do this, but they're hunting for these, I guess they're called Black Melons now that we saw in Mandalorian um, Season 2, Episode 1. Um, but they're digging for those, and I guess that's their main source of water. So they're doing all this digging, and... Um, like the the kids there to make sure they do their job properly but he's a kid so he starts like daydreaming and stuff like that later on and then fett at one point turns to the road and he's like why the hell did you call the guards we could have gotten out of there i don't know what the fuck he said but no excuse would have been good enough for it to be like <laughs> no, no, i just wanted him to punch him in the face instead of asking yeah. him, you fuck <laughs> you fucking idiot um and then the rodian activates his karma ability um and unearths this talon and it turns out to be this like weird six-legged alien cent. It's like I a lizard it. It centaur. Was like, it was like it, Goro centaur thing. It's yeah. it's interesting, but I was like, what the fuck predator is this on Tatooine? Yeah. Like, right. I don't understand how this survives Apex in the desert. Anyway, anything. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was right? like a it's baby like, crate dragon. I'm like, oh, it's like lizard Goro. It's this yeah. weird like. Anyways, it beats the shit. It literally just beats the Rodian to death. Yeah, it chokes and him the, and then puts him yeah. into the sand. Yeah, like literally just fucking like yeah, just obliterates him. It's like watching Armstrong from Metal Gear Rising. I'm gonna keep going with it. Yeah, anyways, uh, <laughs> not as badass as him though. But anyways, nano grabs Boba. Yeah, nano machine, son. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Boba does a bunch of stuff. Um, it almost kills the kid, and then Boba ja- uh, Boba Jabba Jabba the Hutt's the yeah, creature. He pulls the Leia, man. Just yeah, he pulls exactly. He pulls the Leia. He gets the rope around the thing's neck and chokes it out. Um, 
and then they return to the camp and the kid's like oh my god look what i killed and everyone's like yeah, oh my god look like, what i killed look, yeah, yeah. Look at, you wanna know how i did it i went like <laughs> yeah. i thought he was telling everybody like oh like we got a head like we got this body no, it's no, like oh it, no he oh, choked it out my kill look yeah. at my yeah. kill yeah no that's that's exactly what i got the look what i did and yeah. then you can yeah. see the matriarch and the spiritual leader are both looking at boba like nah he's the one who did it yeah thanks they're both doing like okay at the end of the episode we get something though uh yeah yeah we do get um a little bit of like this thing where basically like the the uh is it the matriarch the or the matriarch. spirit leader i can't remember yeah well leader ma well matriarch patriarch it depends on the gender right yeah um but yeah walks up beside fett and offers him um one of the black melons that's already been opened and basically being like ah look slightly getting close to being one of us which will tie into the next episode See, one thing I those just want black melons really confuse me because mm. when they're digging for them, Boba finds one and yeah. he like starts drinking from it. I was like, you didn't even open. Was that just open in the sand? Like you right. drinking sand? Like it's a weird doing? thing too because one one little thing I noticed was in Mandalorian. Every time they break one, there's like these spore puffs that come out of them. These mm. black molt spore puffs, which I'm guessing they do to reproduce, right? Stops happening in, in Book of yeah. Boba Fett. Yeah, could be like a nocturnal thing because they only do that at night in the Mandalorian too. I, I but even if no, they were, it's, it's, it's still the biology Does it happen of the, the thing to do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, okay. it's when oh, actually, you might be right. It's when yeah, it's when they're, they're like a bonfire, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think you're right. Um, the one thing roasted. One thing I wanted to go over was knows, yeah. uh, the leader of the Tuscan tribe, I believe, is male because we find out that it, I mean, it, it could not be, but the other like the fighter girl, she is yeah. a female. Um, the act there was an actress that um was credited in, in the credits oh, okay, for it. Okay. So I believe they're supposed to be female for the one the, the fighter um, girl. See, but I you never, you don't know. It could, it could be another. It could be another female leader. Like right? here's the thing. Like I thought they were, like that kid that was running. I'm like, oh god. I think that's their son. Yeah, it seems like he's like their yeah. And like, you've yeah. got the leader and like the the the, the your captain basically yeah. is mm. what I was seeing. That yeah, essentially, right? like My, your second yeah. command. Because this, assumptions... the, there's a name for the spirit leader. Like I think we were, um, if you in Swotor they had one from where like the blood something or whatever. Oh, I'm, yeah, I you know what I'm talking about. about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Tatooine with the... they have a specific name for the for the leader, the battle leader, mm. or the leader of the tribe. Something I don't know. Okay, <laughs> no, I, it's say? been a yeah, while. Yeah, I don't remember it that well. I know they have a name, and I will look into that. Sure, but. Um, yeah, yeah who knows there's... if they'll use it favreau's been really good so far at making sure all oh, those yeah. are there so but man yeah i mean yeah so that basically rounds out the episode um yeah i'm i'm with you guys i was assuming that it, like you know they're it the kid is their son mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean it overall it's interesting uh like i said i've got a lot of thoughts on it so i should probably shouldn't go first with this uh who's the bigger boba fett fan that wants to start I, I have a lot yeah. to say about this episode <laughs> okay, um, okay i i will be yeah so again i'm still a fan but more of the actual mandalorian culture itself more than individual mm -hmm. people um but that being said like this i liked it i had a lot of the questions noma had as well i was just willing to not finally comb through them as much i had a pretty broad comb for what i was <laughs> right, for what i could do and what i could talk about or what i was ready to judge definitely a lot of the things in the throne room, the throne room was like yeah i would have done that way different mm -hmm. like mando or no you, you don't talk to me like that yeah if i'm if i'm sitting in a chair like this and you 
it's like you, you know what Jabba was like. You know what tribute is. You you know all these things already. I shouldn't. Yeah, have to. yeah. Don't play these games with me. Yeah, it's like now because you think I knew you can try to get away with something or whatever. Not fuck that. Like that's mm-hmm. the nip in the bud thing you do right away. Mm-hmm. And if they yeah. you give them, so I also understand. Like you know, we'll give we'll give him a chance. You know, we've 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 shown we're not Bib, and he can't mm-hmm. just say whatever the fuck. Bib's a so let's fucking see what idiot. he does. I can't get over now, it. Right. <laughs> It's like okay, cool, sure, no problem. And then the Gamorreans, that was a honestly, that was a coin flip for me. It would have been like, you know what, you keep them fine, whatever. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Every time we see Gamorreans, none of them has been portrayed to have more than a P of intelligence. <laughs> so yeah, you tell them we're talking, those... we're talking about a yeah, sorry, we're talking about a species that, as we see in Clone Wars, their their hobby is just beating each other yeah <laughs> like right? that's what they do for fun, so it's like each point other. them at a target or point them at a task and you best believe they'll do it so yeah they were probably told you fight they didn't see their whoever die or whatever so they were fighting yeah. a thing and they kept fighting they didn't surrender we told them that do you think they care they're <laughs> trying to hit somebody that was hitting them yeah, yeah they're gonna keep going until they can't hit back so it's like so with him being like yeah no i keep them I was like, <laughs> they'll do a job so yeah, yeah. sure that, that's one less thing you have to worry about later yeah, if you're giving them food and drink, as far as we've known, that's all you need to give them. Yeah. Uh, with going into the town, the whole litter slash palanquin totally understood that. Same as you. It was just yeah. like, yeah, no, this is Boba Fett. His, his, you should see his helmet coming, and everybody else should be telling you to run mm-hmm. or something else or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, that's what that, that's what that um, deserves. But again, a daimyo what yeah yeah what everybody always referred to java as the gangster or yeah. this or crime this, lord or the crime, crime lord, lord yeah. of tatooine yeah. where the hell are you getting daimyo from that's now? a new thing right Exa- and unnecessary and I, new thing yeah and i i will say this i guess i should say it but well i feel you, like you I should be the one to but say yeah it. <laughs> as as a japanese person i am not offended that they use the word daimyo. That's not where my problem comes from. I just don't understand why they use that word. Yeah. It's like Tatooine's never had a hint of Japanese culture. Jabba's never had a hint of being Japanese. It's just Star Wars in general like, has that background of like being inspired ha- yeah. by like samurai. Oh, yeah. and stuff. And, like, that's and the only are, thing really to it. But there are certain cultures that I would, you know, or like locations or stuff like that where I'd be like, sure, you use you know, 100%. kind of Japanese words, right? You know what? That's fine. It makes sense for it, some of them. Yeah. Like the Kage. It, yeah. 100%. Sure, sure. Because they were they were just ninja. Yeah. But yeah. like <laughs> and you know, in a uh, not not Ahsoka, in the Mandalorian, when they show up to that place where there's the magistrate. Yeah, yeah. Even then, if they had used Daimyo, I'd been like, okay, this kind of looks you kind of have a whole mm. like yeah, with the bell and stuff going, like with that. The bell, yeah, walls, yeah. all that. Sure, if you want to go ahead yeah. and call yourself that, get away with it there. Mm. It's Tatooine. <laughs> it would, fuck? Honestly, I would have felt awkward if they'd used the daimyo in the magistrate because I would have been like, oh, so when the Asian's leading it, it's the daimyo. <laughs> no, but, but again, right? Like, but that, you, then it would, but it still would have made more sense. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It still would have made more sense. I just feel like now. it's bringing it too much into the real world. In terms of terms, yeah. like you could have, like you, we've talked about this before, number where you're like, they could have changed it like slightly, the word, yeah, yeah. to oh. make it like seem like it's inspired by that, but it's like its own thing. 
Mm. No, that this is pure Disney wrote, written all over. You know why? Because mm. if if it was Lucasfilm, they would have kept him as you know the the new crime lord of Tatooine, mm. Boba Fett. Oh, but right? crime lord has negative implications. There it is. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. There we'll it is. It. But yeah. you can't say that. You yeah. can't say. That. So what's something that we can use that doesn't necessarily mean mayor? Isn't this? Isn't this? But still a powerful figure yeah, yeah. in this plan. Oh. Daimyo, powerful. To be sure, fair, we'll call him that. To be fair, in the <laughs> Mandalorian, they do use the word magistrate, which is like the first time we hear that term, and it's a British term from mm. like military British or like political British yeah, terms. Look yeah. at the Empire at that point, right? right? When but, they were setting up posts and everything, yeah, it like, makes you a had lot to of put people there. Yeah. You had your moffs and so it's all not that like they haven't done something like that before with other cultures, right? That's what I'm trying to say. Planetary governor could yeah. still be a magistrate. Yeah, yeah. For right. sure, but that's the first time we so, hear it in the Mandalorian, right? You, we also never see above judges or anything because the Jedi come in and play judge, jury, and executioner <laughs> constantly. Yeah, you probably true. do have a lot of magistrates or anything like that as well. But again, you wouldn't—they weren't active enough to hear of. So I can believe that term more so, just being like you mm -hmm. are muted. Oh, okay, yeah, but like I can believe that term being used more so after the fact because you don't have Jedi anymore. The Empire's gone. You need people around there. So I get how, where the magistrates would start to really rise in that sense. Mm -hmm. But again, I, every justification to try and find for Daimyo, I find none. So yeah. it's just like until they can explain in the series exactly how how and why they use the term, yeah. it's just kind of. Mm -hmm. Come on, Disney. For me, it's like, it's like it, after talking about the magistrate thing, and like I can see why they would pull that in, and like they have two things from two different cultures that are both used in Star Wars now. And it's like, fine, that's that's enough for me. It's like I don't need any more explanation than that. But like at the same time, it's like I really hope they don't overuse it. Fight anybody. Yeah. yeah. I, anyway. Like, anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's all very strange. The one thing that I, I I started laughing at when I heard it, I think the second time they mentioned it. And I couldn't stop for a long time. Was I just felt it felt like one of those things where it's like, look, guys, we're not racist. We made Star Wars visions. Now yeah. I can say that this word. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, ah. right. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, yeah. So it's the weird. meeting, like the whole tribute from like store owners and anything like that. It's just like everybody keeps putting. Everybody tries these slight jabs at him, mm -hmm. and it's just like I hope he's keeping a notebook. Fennec oh, hundred percent, he is. Yeah, yeah. Right, because. I understand her, their partnership does it. Hey, she, he saved my life. So, you know, it's like almost like a Wookiee life, that kind of thing. But as mm -hmm. long as there's some profit in it for me. Yeah. Right. So I understand that from Fennec and she's doing her, her job brilliantly. He's just not listening to half the things she's saying. Mm -hmm. um, so when it comes to it, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, I didn't see your, or I didn't hear your litter. I didn't hear that. I didn't. It's like it shouldn't fucking matter. I'm here. I'm standing in front of you. Respect. Mm. And I get that he's trying to portray that. Bring a gun. <laughs> Show somebody <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. serious. Oh, yeah. my word, my word. They don't know your word. They know your skills as a bounty hunter. Mm. But they don't hear you talking to people. And most of the people you talked to when you were, you had a huge fucking E33 right in front of their face being like, hey, do the thing. Or you get flamethrower shot, which one you want. Or you yeah. get tied up in my fucking stringy thing. Which one do you want? Like, like just, you know. Hell, you want to? You ever feel what a commando and saber dart to the face feels like? Isn't right. The, yeah. Like so all these launchers, like anything, all right? these different things, but it, but then it turns out as a no. So big big mistake from there. But you know, again, willing to gloss over that sense of you're just going around telling people now everybody gets one. So there you go. The next time you come through here, I'm expecting something a lot different. So mm. we'll see. But that was like 
for most of that. And then the whole thing with the Tuscans and the Rodians, like I, I love them. I, I like to see more than just, you know, like mm. they actually have a culture, they have a language, they have things. They're not just they savages. Like, these are... like people see them as savages, but we're seeing them more as like a, a people who have a culture. Exactly. And, and mm. the next episode definitely goes into more about that from the outside view, which I appreciated yeah. them actually putting in. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, no, this is, this is good. This is good exposition that like you can do in a TV show. Where you mm. don't need a separate book to do like you can show all this stuff by by use yeah, of flashbacks yeah. sure whatever but like you're you are effectively splitting the episode into two every time so far it's yeah. been you get you get present day you get past you get present day you get past i'm fine with that it's just a matter of when you're doing the one cool this is this and you show but when you show the things from before it's like look at how you command look at how you earned the respect of the tuscan look how you did this look how all these things you could do you're fighting this gigantic guy and you choke him out with basically you have no armor no mm. you're doing this you go up against these guys getting your ass beat. yeah yeah smash cut like, to getting electric yeah. right each one and that's where i'm useless like, my whole time is like all right so when are you gonna stop playing when are you gonna stop faking this and mm. just be, like when you oh you're not how hurt are you? All we see you is yeah. you laying in there, but there's no extensive work being done. I mean, like you can see the difference between like when he's with the Tuscans and like when he's in the back to tank now and what he looks like now. Like what? the difference in like, um, yeah, like it's interesting. Like the there's a difference in like the way I looked at it was the reason why they put him in a back to tank to heal up with the scars and stuff is like they don't want to keep mm. on doing like prosthetics <laughs> for tomorrow. Yeah, so they want it's to more expensive to do that every time. Right? Yeah. But yeah, it's like, but, yeah, but again, it's just like, like, yes, if, if it had just been Tuskins straight into the present day, yes, I would understand why he's getting his ass kicked. But it's the fact that it is Tuskins Mandalorian. Yeah, Death Machine walking through Stormtroopers now Man, yeah. getting your ass kicked. To be fair, you're like, fighting yeah. Mandalorians versus Assassins. Or sorry, Stormtroopers storm 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 and Assassins. That's, that's, that's Stormtroopers aren't very that's the same good at level. level. No, fuck no, no that's, come on. No bullshit. We have to we have to remember that they are supposed they're to be the clones. elite force. Yeah. yeah, they're supposed to be the elite empire force. It's just that everyone who ever fights them is is pathetic. Like what they actually are supposed to do is like uh, Twilight Company, right? Where they're actually a threat. Yeah, I guess. So. See, even then, even then, I I really you have some squads of stormtroopers that are like that, but your your everyday run of the mill. Look at. From books like Twilight Company, they were just picking people off the street. Me and was like, "Yo, you want me? You want you want to feed your family? You want yeah, to the true. Empire? Uh, Stormtrooper, okay, yeah. cool. You you're in the TK six thousand, which means you're trash, but you're not gonna know that, <laughs> right? The TK two thousand, yeah. oh, the hell those guys, and the one thousands don't even talk about them. The sub one thousand, yeah. <laughs> we're scared of them. But no, 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 you're six. You're, yeah, no, it is just true. Need you for cannon fodder. So yeah. when the Empire grew to the size that it did, like you you couldn't you this whole like big training thing they had to use clones and if they didn't this is the next best thing and oh, they yeah, needed the numbers yeah, right. so, i would honestly say that assassins are better than stormtroopers in star yeah, wars like 110 percent. there's no argument about that like i'm train not saying assassins the levels are like, are like this no but like but i would like, say like stormtroopers are like mediocre and like assassins are like maybe a step maybe two steps above yeah, yeah in terms fair. of like here's combat your, skill because like stormtroopers just use blasters they don't usually fight yeah. right here's your three thousands Here's your 1000s with the assassins, and here's your sub 1000s. Oh, I see. Like, yeah. Just go do the secret Ed, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically saying like 1000s are on par with the assassins and then yeah. anything above that, which, yeah, yeah it's true. We did, you know, that, that is something that's really tough with the Stormtrooper power scales, is we have like so many different variants. Yeah. We have pathetics versus that 
you know the the Star Wars comics, the Clone Force ninety nine and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. then, then buddy with his uh, with his traitor baton. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. My that's, that's the first order. That's different. <laughs> but yeah, look, or Inferno Squad, right? Like different. Exactly. Those are different those are like high quality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like there's there's different ranges for. Yeah, obviously Inferno's in its own complete ranking. But yeah, it's just mm-hmm. it's just weird watching him like get get his ass kicked by assassins. Like yeah. this shouldn't be a problem. Also, if I'm gonna I'm gonna just start getting into it now. Now that we've covered yeah, the Daimyo stuff it. and how much it bugs yeah. me, dude. That fight infuriated me. That fight, yeah. like the because he immediately one? yeah the when he gets surrounded by the assassins because he immediately like wrist rockets the shields where it's like have you never seen a shield before. Have you never fought an energy and barrier? They're in dead center of it. And the, sh- yeah. the ring isn't that big either. Yeah. So that should have done They've more almost... self-harm than anything. Yeah, and I'm looking at it and I was like, okay, if, if here's my main thing for a fight scene. If if I can figure out a way for the hero to, I think, reliably get out of the situation. They should figure that out too. Yeah, <laughs> because I was thinking the entire time, you have a flamethrower. He did that use shield it, doesn't he? cover their ankles. Did he use a flamethrower? He... I can't remember. I don't no. think he does, and if he did, he fired it at their shields he did, again. And yeah, I, was I like, think if just, he did use it, it was at the shield. Just, you just aim for their feet, and you flamethrower them, and you roast the dude on the other side of it, because he his can't block his jetpack is out of commission right now, right? No, it's... We don't know. Because <laughs> no, it, be, it, it was repaired in the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, like, you have a skill as a bunny hunter, you just do the, the whole jetpack flamethrower. Yeah, yeah, do that. Understandably, you have Fennec, but you just grab her and... That's the one thing is like if you were to jetpack by yourself, you might burn Fennec with the jetpack, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. But you can just grab grab Fennec by the front. Bam, you're up. Okay, your shield is useless. And now my rocket down the ground. Yeah, now you're dead. Exactly. Everybody gone. And it was it was it felt like it felt like the moment at the beginning of a Metroid game. Where it's like, oh no, Samus had all her powers, but she tripped over a rock and all of her powers went down the drain. And it's like, oh no, he got hit once with a electro pole thing. Yeah. The bluntest electro spears I've ever seen in my life. Uh, whoops! I guess he can't jetpack or flamethrower anymore. Like, I was like, what I, is I can get the. Effect I understand the of frustration. Like, yeah, no, I understand. Like, I understand. Like, okay, maybe electro staff hits you, and then like you know your muscles tense up and stuff like that. So mm. you, maybe your synapse isn't as fast. Maybe you can't do things, like that, but you still know what the hell to do. Yeah, yeah, you're right? a veteran bounty hunter. Yeah. You cannot tell me that you've been in a. A t- this is the toughest situation that you've ever been in. Right? You fought Jedi for it just sake. yeah. You see, you, you damn near you you fought Vader to a standstill, almost where you got your yeah. his, his respect for you. So. I mean, I I don't even know what this ability is because we never seen it outside of the one scene. But you're telling me that rocket punch he does to that stormtrooper wouldn't have knocked back the shield guys? Right. It's just there's so you're taking someone with a literally like I said before like a Metroid level of gadgets on them. Yeah. Oh, easily. And, just not utilizing any of them until it doesn't matter anymore knee and that rockets. really bugged me mm. oh yeah knee, knee rockets knee darts right like flame like i said flamethrower like there's all these different things but yeah even like knee darts you just look for an opening and you hit him in the mm. foot with one oops he's right. down from poison it's like there are so many ways that he could have just done this fight better and like i was thinking even like oh you know it's like oh boba flies up so I get over them and a sniper hits them. Like some there's just, there's things where it's like you could make this fight make more sense. Yeah. But it just doesn't. Energy and weapons, energy shields. What the hell happened to your gaffy stick? Fuck's sake. You yeah, know. right? And especially since as we you know Mandalorian, on, we saw him using one. Yeah. And so. you know he's he's got he's got the skills with it, right? But yeah, I don't know. That was all that was all very strange. The same kind of thing you were talking about with with uh the tributaries, where it's like 
See, my my biggest my biggest it's not necessarily a complaint right now, but it just feels so weird to me because I don't mind this direction Boba Fett's going in. But this series would have made a lot more sense to me. Well, it wouldn't have historically. But it would have if this had been called the Book of Jaster Mareel, this would have made a hell of a lot more sense to me. Because <laughs> for those who don't know, Jaster Mareel is the person who brought Bo- uh, Jango Fett into the Mandalorians. He was his mentor mm-hmm. and very much was displaying all the qualities we're seeing here. He was a very honorable guy. He believed in honor and loyalty above all else to the point where it became his downfall. And he was really all about like, look, we have to to try and violence should be the third or fourth answer unless we're fighting Death Watch, in which case it's the zero and first, first answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, it's just it it feels much more like that. And Boba Fett, at least for me, from everything that we've seen, even with the canon stuff that's been coming out now, he is far too cold and ruthless and relentless to be displaying the qualities he's showing now, and. If there had been a thing where it was like these were qualities that he picked up by spending time with the Tuscans, then I could buy it a little bit more. But the problem is we're being shown that this like he's acting this way even before the Tuscan influence starts to, to hit him, right? Mm. Like even in the beginning, it would have been like yeah, the Boba Fett that I I've known at least in canon so far, like once the Rodians squealed on him, he'd be dead. Like. He would have. He wouldn't have tried to. He would have just like broken the Rodian's neck and then kept trying to go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it's like, well, you're a liability now. Mm. Get out of the way and then get my ass kicked by the Tuskins, right? Same or or the same thing with like what Ed was saying when they're digging up sand in the sand. As soon as he saw the kid was distracted, he would have just been like, "All right, I'm gonna kill you now." It's just like, just well, not the kid. Like kill the Rodian. Yeah. Like, he just would have been like, "Yeah, you fucked up my plan last time. It's not happening this time." And then just go for it, right? Because yeah. we like, saw him like we saw him not kill the kid when yeah. uh like he did the, the dog thing and he got like the kid came over to try and hit him with the stick yeah, yeah. and then he, he just was just like, yeah, the stick and he's like i'm gonna hit you yeah. i'm not gonna hit you i'm gonna run away yeah exactly like i got a stick now run away. like i'm armed yeah but yeah exactly boba's never been callous well he has been callous enough to let kids have terrible things happen to them because he almost gives up the kage princess yeah um until assange steps in right but it's like that's that's the boba i remember right is like not that's necessarily an asshole too, though yeah true but even then like not necessarily an asshole but it's like i'm going to do i am going to not have a heart if it if it needs to happen yeah if i have a job that i have to do it's going to get done like that's that's the boba any means necessary we'll do it we're we're talking about a boba who was like absolutely had no qualms with just not killing but finishing off luke while he was blind and deaf right yeah and you see that's not the same boba that we're seeing right now here's my question to that and here's why i think out of anything they could have shown when he was in the pit, it mm. was the scenes of Django and all that, right? And him remembering his dad. Yeah. And mm. all that and stuff. What he stood and it was for. just like so for for my idea, it was just like, how long has it been since you've thought of these things like that? Or have you just been holding in the rage this entire time you've mm. been doing the job? And anytime you see Jedi, so Luke, all those other guys being like, you know, then you turn it up to eleven because you remember again what happened. The, the thing that made you angry with your dad in the first place. Because remember what he was trying to do with the Mace Windu, but even as a kid with the with the yeah, yeah. helmet, right? Yeah, sacrificing the actual Beskar right? helmet. So after all that and com- coming to here and it's like, look, look at where it's got you into a fucking mm. pit. What did your dad try to teach you before he was taken away from you? Right. Everything from Jaster. That's why he wanted you as an unmodified one so he could have a son mm. to pass all these on and teach yeah, them. Yeah. And in all that recollection of trying to break free and all that, I think that symbol of him like punching through the sand at that point, 
A, escape, but B, it's just like, you know, reset. I'm punching through everything, and now this is, I'm not owned by the Empire, I'm not owned by contracts, I'm not owned by bounty, I'm not a bounty hunter anymore. I am my own man at this point, and how am I going to live like that? Yeah. Let's try again, mm-hmm. right? So I can reset. see him really, and that's why he's really trying to not do all those other things. Not because it's just out of, I'm just completely out of character. It's like, I'm trying a thing. Let's see how it goes. Probably yeah. halfway through the series, it's just not going to go because the galaxy is not built for that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Or he's going to have to revert. And he's going to say, fuck it. <laughs> Fennec, let's go. And, and Sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. And I was going to say, like, and see, I would, like, I like that explanation. And I think that fits really well. I just need them to show me a little That's bit more sure. clearly, yeah. right? Like if, it, if, yeah. and it could be still coming up. I just feel like it should have come up in the first episode, at least to, mm-hmm. to explain that. Cause we do also um, spoilers from when we were recording this, we've seen episode or I've seen episode two. Yeah. Um, there is a very Big clear cameo. indication. There's yeah. some good stuff yeah. in that chapter two that there, really helps. Yeah, yeah. There is a very clear indication, I think for, for me at least of it's like, yes, this is a new Boba Fett. There are things that have changed them and blah blah blah, but I just like I would I would have appreciated a lot more if there had been a point in the first episode, like let's say because that kid scene with the kid and the digging stuff that's way too long. Like you can you can trim a bunch of time from that. So if you trim that stuff and taken that time for to just have Fennec be like Fett, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. This is not so he can explain. And, yeah, none of this is crime lord stuff. And him being able to say like, look, I live my life this entire way. Where did it end up? I ended up in a in a pit. Left yeah. for dead. I was gonna die. No one's gonna save me because he has no friends. At that point, yeah, I was on my, I was on my own. I had nothing. I would like to try going about this a different way. I want to try and do like you know, if he'd said, I want to, I want to at least try the way my dad always wanted us to try and live, mm-hmm. that we never got a chance to. Then I'd be like, shit, I'm down. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. down with this new Boba Fett. I have no Give more exposition. Important yeah. thing to note about this episode versus the second. I gotta say. This one was like half an hour or a little over half an hour. It's like 38 Where, minutes, yeah. Yeah, whereas the second yeah. one is almost a full hour. So yeah. they did have the one time for that. So I don't know why they I'm chose so to confused make as to what they're so going to be short. doing. Like, it depends on what the next one yeah. is to kind of yeah. give us an idea of how long each episode is supposed to be. Yeah. But yeah. if they're between 30 to 59 minutes, like, I'm down. Like, I don't care really. Oh, yeah. If you need, if you need to go longer certain episodes to tell a certain story to get do that so. point across, yeah. please do it. Like, if yeah, some episodes are 38 minutes and some episodes are an hour and 10, just do it you know yeah. it's like the rebels yeah, thing yeah. where like the the beginning episode is usually like an hour and the ending two-parter is like an hour right mm-hmm. i don't mind that yeah exactly that's fine mm-hmm. um ed is there anything else you wanted to bring up for uh book of boba and like first ep- or first chapter uh everything mm-hmm. i keep thinking of is either as the second chapter i think okay uh, okay I've, I've got one other big Go thing that's been bugging yeah, me for both episodes um, and it's because I got to be honest, it's the same question that I was railing the sequel trilogy with time and time again. I do not understand how Boba has so few resources at his command. Like his entire repertoire, it looks like, is Jabba's palace, a back to tank, two droids, two Gamorians, and a torture droid. That seems to be everything left over from when he took over from Bib Fortuna. It depends on that had. seems. Right, like because Bib, Bib's even just looking idiot. at what he had in the beginning, right? Yeah. Like when they entered Bib Fortuna's lair, mm-hmm. right? It's like, where are your weak way grunts? Where are your Nikto grunts? Where are your like thirty other Gamorians? Well, mm-hmm. fuck are the Bulmore monks that live there? Like just something. It's deserted in there. There's nothing, mm-hmm. and it, it, I can't. I do not believe that Boba Fett would come in 
pull a coup on Bib Fortuna and I all the people who out. worked for, yeah and all the people who worked for him were like I'm out like no they'd be like oh shit Boba Fett's in charge yeah yeah he's kind of got a reputation true I think we'll be okay unless mm. they were like yo you got hit down the Sarlacc pit bro relax like we're out of here like, no no you think that damaged yeah. reputation to the point where like no, I don't think so okay but it, it just blows my mind that like we have seen nobody nobody in that castle like nobody's living there he's not doing anything with them i'm sure at some point because we saw in the trailers that he's got all the the families together or whatever that he's going to redo it but it's like why wasn't that happening from the start yeah. right if bib can just like take over that easily one would assume granted i guess you know he'd know everything since he was doing everything for jabba mm. but it shouldn't be that hard for boba to come in and just grab all those resources again right? and see right. here's where Things from the second episode lead me f to have some questions about this. Right, right. Because I, I was noticing that too. Where it's just like, you don't have nobody around. What the hell? Mm -hmm. But, and then the, I mean, the elephant in the room is when they drop. Wait. I think that's episode two, so I'm not going to say that. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. But I mean, like, know, histor historically, because what I'm basing it off of is that historically, whenever a country has had a coup and someone who's not related takes power like a general takes power or something like that the most common thing that would happen assuming that that general hasn't planned to then kill all of the people he thinks are his enemies mm -hmm. you would have the f faction split to a certain degree where a, a part that was still comfortable and didn't have a lot of loyalty to their boss would be like yeah, yeah new guy's in charge whatever is he gonna pay us the same or better yeah cool we're on and everybody else would then leave and and you know, create the the rival faction that has to be stamped yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. Resistance or, or something to that point. Mm -hmm. Now, this is more for older ancient history because in more modern, the person who pulls the coup usually then just immediately kills everybody that they thought was going to be against them. But for any of those ones, like, and considering the situation that Fett's in where he wouldn't have had the opportunity to kill all the people that he thought were against him, I would have expected, yeah, a large chunk of Fortuna's base to just be like, Hey, you're gonna pay us the same, and Fett would probably be like this. Fett at least, right? Would be like, I'll pay you better. I'm like, yeah, sick. All right, I'm whatever. I'll work for you. Right. Same stuff as it always is. Um, Based on commission, how well you do your job. Yeah, exactly. Right. Even if it was the meritocracy, like he then he'd lose people for that. Yeah. But all the ambitious people were like, oh, I want. He'd get the. He, he would have a higher quality empire. Yeah, exactly. He had just a people. <laughs> I, I mean, like his think... own his own personal like crime syndicate. He would have his own like higher quality like better elite school, like group of people like if you have it's a meritocracy like the people that are going to do well are going to want to stay and do well and make you, that money and you get the double-edged sword because again at least historically right when you have that kind of meritocracy for your standings um it can either go really well where you get that yeah. or it can the biggest downside is you get the very ambitious people who are like man i'm using the highest you. position yeah exactly yeah You're like, I've, I've been doing all of this and it's I'm like the empire and, like the empire is yeah. like that too though like they backstab they each other all the time but no, nobody's just casually going up and being like and now i'm gonna uh, kill not, not, not casually yeah, no. but they're like yo i'm gonna go i'm gonna go take down this governor slowly but surely and then take his because position because he made it known the highest position you could get to is probably grand moff yeah but yeah. i think for the answers to these questions uh we will not we won't get answers in episode two but i think what we see in episode two will give us answers in episode three as to why yeah it's slowly gonna because, fill us up because yeah. bib probably did something and let some people know some stuff and so that was where the choice was made where it's just like you know we have this right now if this goes to shit 
better hightail it because it won't go well for you if you stay. Mm. Maybe. And, and yeah, you and, know, when so when Boba shows up and everybody sees that, you're just like, this is this is the Z situation where we need mm. to go right now or else we'll be in some shit. Maybe. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, you're right. There are certain things I could see. I'd be curious if it's like, if it ends up turning out to be something like they they... You know, they kill Bib and then they go down to the vaults and they go, "What? Where the fuck did all the money go?" Yeah. yeah. Oh, Bib spent it all. Well, shit. You know what? Like then, yeah. it makes you know what I could see happening. Right? It wasn't really. They need to show this stuff. Actually, I, I can't. Exactly. Yeah, I, I can't say it because it's chapter but two it's... stuff. And it's the same stuff that I was saying with episode seven and eight, and then mm. nine. Mm. It didn't matter anymore. But it's like I need to understand what you're working with i need to understand yeah. what the first order has i also need to understand what boba's working with because i you have they this opulent palace yeah. yeah with this state-of-the-art back to tank and you've got two people working for you like the the numbers don't add up to me right mm. um some things that i want to go over uh just like no it's only me no. <laughs> some, some, some points um escape from the sarlacc pit i think we can mm. all agree that was like one of the best parts of this episode in terms of oh yeah for the fans gotta show it because this is what they've been wanting for for so long like specifically this scene and to almost go like not one for one but pretty close to like what the books did of him escaping the sarlacc pit in terms mm -hmm. of like what he uses to get out and that kind of stuff i thought that was pretty good i thought it was a really yeah. awesome like nod to that um yeah it, it's less it's less mary sue uh fly, like actiony yeah because that that was the one thing I, I just remember from legends is like wow he got out of the pit so quickly yeah exactly like it just it, just, it was like a like not even a hindrance as opposed to this one where it's like a desperate struggle yeah now see that's like the end of where they could pull anything from any sort of source mm -hmm. and then from here on out it's like it's just you so now we yeah, really <laughs> yeah exactly right so um, the other Crossing thing, writer. yeah, the other thing I got is the flashback to the Clone Wars uh, scenes. We have Geonosis and Camino. Um, mm. That was really cool. The both scenes, um, uh, the Camino one is brand new. We haven't seen that before, but they did somehow reconstruct Daniel Logan as a as a kid in that. Yeah. I don't know how they did that exactly. Could have been the special effects. It was mm. not as um, uh, Uncanny Valley as like Tarkin in Rogue One because I feel like it yeah. was a reflection and there was a little bit more leeway in terms of that. Well, plus I think it's a time difference, right? Like around uh, when Daniel Logan was that age for episode two, they were doing the whole, like, we have to get 360 pictures of you so we can make a really shitty face on an action figure. Yeah. Um, that kind of stuff, right? They weren't doing that during, um, you know, the 70s. Right. So I think it's that jump in technology really helps kind of get that base together. Cause it's the same thing you see with, with when they're reconstructing Luke's face, they're or yeah, Luke's face they're looking at all these young pictures of Mark Hamill, but they don't have like a full 360 Three, yeah. scopic thing. Right. They have to try and, uh, but having everything, it's not super difficult to, to then make that, that mesh when you've got a full, like true 360. For sure. And to, to be fair, I don't know about you, but like during that flashback scene, I was more focused on the slave one than, than, <laughs> Wait, the is this episode two? I think that's episode two. When he's doing the flashback? When the ship flies by and goes away. Yeah. That's Is that episode, episode two? two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then we get the. <laughs> what was he? What was he seeing on Camino then? What it's was the literally just that? a shot of Camino with like him. Yeah. Just kind of oh. like hello. <laughs> and then we have the Geonosha oh. scene where yeah. like he goes up and picks up his dad's helmet and stuff like that. I remember that. That's yeah. all reshot. Yeah, yeah. Like that's not the really? same. Yeah. That, I looked at the, the someone on Twitter posted a, a or on Reddit one of the two um of like side by side sh like scenes it's not mm -hmm. exactly one for one but it's very very close and i'm like i thought it was the exact same scene until i saw like the side by side i'm like 
Damn, they did a really good job. They tricked See, me. They did, but that was that's one of the things I wouldn't care about. Spend less time yeah. doing that and put more time into explaining this shit like this. That's because the, like I thought it was the old one. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. If it no, was I don't care either. I just thought it was interesting yeah. that they they did the, that. Yeah. That that's confusing to me in the same confusing way where in, in season seven of Clone Wars, they use all of Hayden Christensen's lines and tell what have I done? And then it's clearly Matt Lanner. Because I have memorized the tone and pitch of that. What have I done? And yeah. as soon as you said, it, I was like, that is not Hayden Christensen. Right. Like, not that I'm, you know, not that Matt didn't do a good job with it. It's just it's so it's very not him. It's yeah. not sorry. It's not very it's very not Hayden. Right. Yeah. Um, as opposed to every other line was, and that's so it's a very confusing thing that they would do that. Yeah, Definitely. take that money and put it towards the Fennec scene, right? That I wanted. <laughs> um, the next thing is the Trandoshan offering the Wookiee pelt, and when he when he says like, "I hope you never leave, Espo or whatever," right? Yeah. And yeah. then Boba looks over at Fennec, like, "Interesting." Even when a Trandoshan gives you a compliment, it sounds like a threat. And I was yeah. like, oh, and, "Honestly, yeah, yes." Yes. Yeah, that was clearly one of those, like, I hope you leave in a box. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, you're going to be buried six feet deep. Like, there's no respect leave, there yeah. yet, but, like, yeah, yeah. Um, the thing with the Wookiee Pelt I thought was interesting because um, Boba Fett's, like, original designed, uh, Boba, like, a bounty hunter costume, oh, right. yeah, he the has braids, the Wookiee right? braids that he yeah. has on his outfit, right? Um, yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, they, they knew kind of what he had on him before, and maybe we're trying to, like, appease that, I guess. Mm. Oh, um, I just thought it was because Trandoshans and that too. generally just don't yeah. kill each other. Is that too? So but like, well, they could have given them strong. They could have given them money, but they gave them a Wookiee pelt instead. Which I feel like mm. for Trandoshans, like that's something that they take pride in. Probably, yeah, it means something mm. more. Right. So I feel like that yeah. that's kind of specific there. Um, you had a protocol droid for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> in in the uh, sanctuary with like the Twilik and all that stuff, there's a, like a droid like DJing and stuff with the band. Mm. That is RX-1 from uh, Star Wars, uh, Star Tours in Disneyland way back. Uh, he was like the okay. tour guide on the ship. He was like the, the pilot of the, of, the, of the ship. And he's actually also at uh, Oga's Cantina in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. They've repurposed him there too. So like, really? So he's he's somehow moonlighting in in Blackwater Station and yes, he's, he's like a traveling DJ, I guess. So like, there's actually like I a mean, lore behind it. I thought it was funny to just like make repurpose him for that. One of himself. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. And then the last thing I wanted, or last two things, the Tuscan tribe. There's been some like talk about stuff on social media of this tribe uses like dark clothing, like blacks mm. and stuff, and in the mm. desert. Oh, do you think it's like the it's, same as? It's like, like you, when you wear black, and it does. Yeah, it absorbs. It's gonna absorb a yeah, lot of yeah, heat. Like you're gonna be fucking right hot, right? Yeah. And all the Tuscan tribes that we've seen so far are all like pale colors, like they have in mm. like Mos Espa. Mm. Like everybody wears like these tunics so, that are light. Yeah. So have people been speculating that they're tied to the tribe that worships Vader? Then exactly. Um, okay. In the comic books, you, Vader comes in um, on Tatooine at the end of one of the comics, and he just yeah. slaughters a tribe. And there's one survivor, and he runs to I think another tribe or something mm. like that. And he's like, the legend of this the happened. God. Yeah, this is a destroyer yeah. god that uses a red blade that just kills everybody, and then they burn him and sacrifice him to the Vader, like yeah. statue yeah. wicker man thing, and then they are like worshiping Vader, and this would make sense. That would be hilarious. Maybe, but they also talk about like when they're talking about the different tribes they have. They're like, you know, back when the, they were still what is this season? Is this episode two? Yeah. So we'll just cut that out. But, I know because that, that yeah. yeah. Uh the next the next thing, the last thing I had for this some episode. Some of us kill, some of us don't kill. Yeah. 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 Uh the last thing I have for this episode is the black melon we talked about originally. 
um, where they get most of their water from. That is actually found, someone, I can't remember, I couldn't find the post, but someone on Twitter uh, credited it to um, uh, a comic book. And it wasn't from Legends, it's actually from canon. I think it's issue oh seven of Star Wars 2015 oh. when they go into the Obi-Wan uh, journal and kind of mm -hmm. flashback into that. We've covered in Temple Archives before, but he has the Black Melon in that. It looks slightly different, hmm. but like oh, that's yeah. the concept and the name is dropped in that as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that is in there as well. So that's kind of cool. I don't, I don't have a problem with the, with these Black Melons now because it, it also makes sense to me of like, there's, a, there's so many inventions that are taken from looking at nature. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I can absolutely buy that the original settlers saw the Black Melons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we're like, what if we just do a way where we don't have to look for it? And that's where the moisture Evap uh, farms come in. Come from, right? yeah. yeah, that just it's that in a mechanical form instead of yeah. searching for them. So exactly. I, yeah, I don't mind that. Um, I'm honestly yeah. more annoyed with the creature that they fight than the black melons because it's just like yeah. this, yeah. How all is the practical effects that it was cool. though. That was cool. It was all practical. It did look really great. It's yeah. like definitely like 1980s horror movie like it was creature. Cool when it was like yeah, yeah. walking forward on all the arms, then it mm. raised itself up and it was just like it was a I big boy. It's like oh yeah. my god, it was like nine, <laughs> ten feet okay. tall. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah. just the, the there's some there's too many D and D lessons beat into my head of making make sure the monsters fit the settings for yeah it looked like a swamp creature like, rather than yeah I could definitely buy that on Dagobah but not yeah like creature from the Black Lagoon kind of thing I yeah. if, if man if one of those like um the the sand demon was to come up or something like that even yeah. that I would be like okay yeah. that's mean <laughs> oh, damn like that a sucks like for it, you, it was kind of sure. lizard like yeah. but if it was face was more lizard like than like amphibian. I feel like or it was a lot. It would be a lot easier to kind it of look like some kind of Trandoshan deity or something, <laughs> right? Like, it, or if it was something that that I could buy, could survive and like easy. I mean, I mean, I guess yeah, lizards can survive, but not like most lizards don't beat their prey to death in the desert. That's true. Um, but something that that like could be that kind of a predator, like a spider, right? Yeah, uh, like uh, the ones we see in the ice caves from Mandalorian and mm -hmm. stuff, but um, or rebels. Yeah, but something like that. I would buy a little bit more than a lizard. But I mean, at the end of the day. I'm not going to be like, oh, this episode's trash because the lizard doesn't make sense. No, like, it was that interesting. a small thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that does it for this episode. But uh, <laughs> let's head into the outro. Welcome to the outro of the first chapter of The Book of Boba Fett, Stranger in a Strange Land. Ed, would you like to let the listeners know how they can contact us and tell us all of their things that maybe we missed something in this episode um, and how they can get in contact with us? Definitely. Uh, as always, you can find all this information on our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. You can contact us by email. That is uh, voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. We've got social media, so that's our Twitter account. That's our Instagram account. We are at voiceforcepod. Uh, any retweets, reposts of our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base, and we do really appreciate it. But you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. If you review us with a five-star review and a comment, it really does help with visibility. And if you follow or subscribe for free, uh, you can get the latest episode news as soon as it releases. Awesome. Thank you, Ed. And always remember, Boba Fett is the new Daimyo. <laughs> <laughs>